Hello, all you hardcore boxing fans out there. How are you doing? Big P here. You know, don't you? You know. That's why you've tuned in. Anyway, we've got Chris Burns on from Chorley, Aussie Smith's Manor. How are you doing, Chris? How are you doing, Ross? Right, mate. Sat with his hat on in the house. Yeah, sat with my hat on. <laughs> doing a Ken. Uh, Kent. Yeah, doing a Kent, yeah. How, how you been? How you been, Chris? All right? Yeah, I'm all right, mate. Yeah, just plodding on, just uh, keeping active and just, you know, just looking and just plodding on, really, mate. What have you been doing today? You're not at work today? No, I've day off today. I've just been to butchers this morning and just uh, done a bit of cleaning and I'm just chilling out now. I'm about, I'm going to go out shopping later. Been to where this morning? Butchers. What have you been there for? Get me chicken breast. Ah! <laughs> You're doing a Mickey Theo on me, are you? Eating chicken every yeah. two hours? Yeah. Yeah, I've got, I've got, uh, I get, I get it at five kilo, like five kilo tub at a time. Get five kilo tub at a time, and I was like, I'll save some of it for in the week, and I'll freeze the rest of it. So I just buy it in bulk instead of like buying little packs all the time. So yeah, man, as long as you eat clean, it don't really matter. So you, you know, if you eat clean, you can eat as much as you want. No good food. Yeah, realistically, yeah, just plenty of chicken and plenty of, like rice and vegetables and like oatmeal and stuff like that. Plenty of oats. As long as you're eating healthy, sorry, and look, look at what Mick eats Monday to Fridays. Uh, chicken and pasta all week. Yeah. And then at weekend, he eats loads of cakes and all that, doesn't he? And trying to... Yeah, he's got to enjoy... He's, got, he's been there and done it. He's got to enjoy himself now, aren't he? Yeah, but he, he, tri he reckons it tricks your metabolism. Yeah, he, well, I, I, the way I look at it is if, like... Um, Say you eat to maintenance all week and like your body's in like just in the maintenance sort of maintenance phase, like you can eat pretty much what you want at the weekend, it won't really touch the sides, and especially when you train as well and you're shifting weight, it's all goes to expenditure. So realistically, a little bit of cake at the weekend or whatever, it's not really gonna do anything. You know what I mean? No, no, not to make with them veins. <laughs> no, no, yeah. He's pretty he's lean, isn't he? He's lean. No, on him, is there? No body fat. No. He's been no, so seven percent now. Yeah, he's he's right. very lean. You can tell he eats his kangaroo meat, can't you? Like Matthew Atten. <laughs> right. Uh, a lot's been going on in the sport of boxing. Uh, I'm just turn this stuff otherwise. I'm not going to get a minute. Right. Uh, I don't know if you've seen Dennis Hobson's statement come out today. He's obviously his show tonight, isn't it? But he's put a statement out saying that anybody who goes to the show has got to wear masks and they take it serious and all that. Look, this is how I look at it. That, to me, is a ready-made excuse if the show doesn't sell out. Yeah. Then it's won't be rushing to put statements out like that. Putting that out so they can say on Monday, well, we're up against COVID, this is why we're not doing so good. So they've got the ready-made excuses. They've got the... They took the belts off off the off the uh, show. There's no belts on, so there were three belts on one the last week. Now they're in the yeah. one. It's been trimmed down three fights, and looking at it, they've got a load of guys with winning records. I think there's seven of them against six guys. We're losing records. The main headline fight, the opponent has a losing record. Was he ten and thirty six or something? The opponent. Yeah. How can that be a headline on TV? Like, is, this, is this scraping the barrel now? Is this where we're at with boxing, Chris? What do you think? Yeah, well, it's just, it's just, it fits into the um, sort of status quo of all 
shows at the minute, mate. You know, if you look at, you know, you look at your matchroom shows, you look at your Queensberry shows, they're no different to what Dennis is putting on. You know, you've got your home fighters on your left side and, you know, they're all, we're winning records and a lot of the time you could say padded records and then you're going against, you know, the away fighters the majority of the time have just not got very good records at all. The majority of the time they're losing records and they're basically just in other words, journeyman. And a lot of the time it's okay padding out, it's, you know, you're talented, like your stars, you know, you're like, you're, for example, you got, like, you look at your Matthew, um, not Matthew Atten, um, Campbell Atten, sorry, for example, you look at your Campbell Atten's and, you know, they're putting against these, you know, these journeymen trying to pad out his record. But at some point, you know, you've got to take the leap of fate and put him in a good matchup for a good title, for a title. Like, look at Conor Ben, for example. They flogged him in with Chris Algieri at the weekend. And, you know, you got Chris Jenkins on the sideline for a British title. you got David Avenesian for a European. And they won't put him anywhere near it. You know, a domestic dust-up. An actual fight where it's 50-50. and won't put him anywhere near it. Well, they just got to keep padding out his record. So for me, it's just, it's just, that's just the, the, you know, the current climate of British boxing. It's just all about padding out records and, you know, and when I, what happens is when these fighters get to the world titles, eventually, we saw it with Yard, when he went to Russia and got flogged, didn't he? And that's just what happens when you skip your levels and you don't learn your craft, you know, and it's just, we say it all the time about learning your craft and, you know, going through the levels, but it's the It's not just boxing. It's the same with anything. You've got to learn your craft and you you make your way through it. And the only way, you you know, you become great is you go through these these hard tests early on and you gain experience for it later on when you get to the top. So when you get to the top, you've already been there and you've already had to go through the hard times, you know what I mean? So when you get to the top, it's not a shock to the system. But obviously at the minute, it's just the way it is. I mean, mate, what do you think? Yeah, I agree with you a lot, mate. I agree with you. But it's not acceptable, though, is it? Because realistically, all it's doing is watering down the product. I mean, the, the product's been watered down now for the last few years. But, you know, a few years ago, like, on the Sky shows, when Eddie, when Eddie was at his peak, when he was working with Sky, you know, like, these sort of things, like, wouldn't have been acceptable. But now it's the, the sort of, like, the norm now, isn't it? I just think that uh, the format now, and I look, I'm looking at everybody else's show. They're not pulling everybody's shows apart. Look, they're doing the best they can, aren't they? But how can you put that on as competitive fights? Dennis keeps going on about competitive fights, and we've got a platform, and we've got to keep people happy in that. Because you read the presses, and then you look at what they're putting out. They want to put something like that out years ago, Dennis. No. No. But now it's the norm because if the big boys can get away with it, Aaron and Warren, the others will think, well, we can get away with it. Look what they're putting on. Yeah, and it has not an effect. It needs somebody to take it the uh, uh, right balls and say, hey, this is standards we're going to set and everybody will look the game. But at the moment, they're just putting stuff on just to get it out there. And there's no thought going into it. I mean, no. all them losing records on that and headline opponent in headline fight come on I mean one thing I took note to is I was thinking about it surely in a, the current climate of everything that's going on with COVID and stuff flying in fights from abroad surely there'd be more British title fights than ever and there seems to be absolutely none at the minute there's not been like 
you'd think every show, every other month, you'd have a British title <laughs> fight at some, <clears throat> some way. But now you just don't seem to get a British title fight whatsoever. You only seem to get one like once every three months. Just a, a weird situation. Surely you'd be better keeping it like in-house. Keeping it like all the fighters, fighters in the, from like the same country, obviously like over here, instead of flying out like talent from abroad. Like this guy who Tommy Franks put fighting at weekends. It's from like Bahamas or something, you know what I mean? It's just like surely you try to keep it like from people competitive from like the same country, you know what I mean? Sure that would be easier and financially it'd be cheaper. It was a Commonwealth title fight that last last week. Now it's a non-title fight. That's because they've not done tickets. Can't pay sanctioning fees. No. It's supposed to be big hitters with all that money they've got and they're investing in. Like, what are they investing in? Look at look, look at them opponents. Some of them opponents, I know what a couple of them opponents are getting. I nearly collapsed when I heard. They were like, what? Yeah. Um, it's just like the... Shocking. Sorry, Ross. Oh, I was going to say, it's just like it's just like the Dave Allen situation with that Cameroon lad. Like, what were all that about? Dave Allen versus that Cameroon. Jesus. It like heavyweight him as well, you know. Yeah, blown up to heavyweight. What were what were all, what were all that about? On 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 what Northern, planet did they think North, they were going to get away with that? Norton Five against somebody that's been in with Ortiz, Dylan White, David Price. Yeah, Big Daddy Brown. You know, and it's like, on what planet did they think they were going to get away with that? And then they started batting down the hatches, didn't they? When when everybody noticed his record and they went for the kill on Dave, didn't they? They went in on him, but he had to come out and defend himself. But it was just, I mean, surely Dennis must have known, Russ. Do you not think? I don't know, you know. I, he, well, Dennis would never speak about opponents like that in front of me because I'd just say, you are, you're having a laugh, aren't you? But he knows who yeah. you are. So I'd never really come out with stuff like that, but... You don't know if, because Alan manages himself, doesn't he, Alan? Yeah. I think, this is what I think has gone on. He manages himself, so he's in touch with matchmaker, which is fucking fat Jason McCrory, 16, yeah. six sugars in his fucking tea every two minutes. But he has about 10 cups of tea a day, six sugars in his tea. Fat as a pig Michelin man. But now... Uh, I just think that uh, it's embarrassing, and they thought they could get away with it for for uh, for twenty four hours, but Big P don't miss a trick. No, and not no 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 other hardcores. They were not putting up with that for Dave Allen. Dave Allen needs to go and get a job from the job centre. Go to the job centre, Dave. Get a job. You ain't got a day's yeah. work in you. Go and get a job. All right. So they're trying to wing it. Because you're trying to wing it in the wrong sport. You're either getting massive, massively, massively overmatched and getting granny smoked at you, knocked at you, or you're massively undermatched against guys like that guy you just tried to fight, that Norton Five guy. Why don't you try and have some middle ground? Hey, go, go have some middle ground. Trying to piss up fans' legs. There's no shortcuts of success and all that about... No. I want to get some fights under my belt and all that. He's then gone running back to Eddie and saying, I don't want to be in small fights. I want to be in big fights. But then he's telling us he wants to be in small fights. And the, the, the guy's battling with the, the something inside his head, isn't it? He's, one's part of Dave Allen's battling other part. That's what I think. Yeah. I think his brain needs opening up and looking at and he's leaving to medical science. You're not thinking he's trying to get one foot back in with Eddie? 
You don't think he's trying to get back yeah, in it? Sending him begging text messages every day. You think Eddie gives a fuck about that? Eddie don't no. give a fuck about Dave Allen. If he did, he wouldn't have paid him 12 grand to fight Louis Sorters, would he? No. Hey. And he wouldn't have told him to, uh, you know, turn down that money he was offered to fight uh, Danny Dubois. You know, but that's what Eddie does, though, isn't it? You know what I mean? Yeah, then promises them and then can't deliver. Yeah, can't, can't practice deliver. What and Dave Allen should have done, Chris, is said, you know what, Eddie? I ain't got a contract with you. I've been great working with you. I've got an opportunity here with Frank Warren to earn a lot of money and set me set up. And there's other fights if I lose this one. And he, he'll yeah. be now at game now, sat pretty, except he's yeah. still in the horrible, it's an horrible game, mate. And Dave will know more than anybody. I've seen him after some good hidings he's had, or after some hard spars, and like, oh. my kid's mum used to say, God, oh, have you seen Dave's, Dave's face? I'd say, yeah. And I'd, I'd say, that's bad. But, but these yeah. people are not bad. But they don't, the, the, Eddie Hearn just threw Dave off his back and carted him off to meat market, didn't he? Yeah, it's a meat man, isn't it? You know, the thing is, though, it's, it would have been a good setup for Dave, though, because you think about it, he probably would have fought Dubois, and then he probably would have fought Gorman, and he could have lost them too, and they probably would have still had the David Adelaide fight as well. Frank would have probably put him in there as like a, a bringing on fight for David Adelaide. And them three, fight, them three fights, Dave could have been out, couldn't he? Could have been he could have been, he, he, he could have been like made enough money to just take like leave it and just call it a day. You know, he could have been out with a bit with a like, bag full of money, couldn't he? But agreed. I don't know what's going on inside Dave Allen's head. I don't know. I, I, I think that there's something not right in his head. To, to, to knock that kind of money back. To even tell Eddie Earn about it. Anyway, why do you yeah, know, tell Eddie Earn about it? You haven't got a deal with him. Why are you ringing him up saying, oh, I just want to show loyalty to Matt Chum? Why are you doing that? He hasn't shown loyalty to you. He no. would fuck you with a broom handle as look at you. Eddie Earn don't care for fighters. Warren don't. They don't get emotionally involved. Do you think he fights Barrick? Do you think it happens that? I think it's probably further away now than ever after Eddie Hearn's interview this week. Yeah. No, see that 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 was the that was the fight they were hinting at. Dave kept hinting at it on social media, and obviously Babic said he just said bring it on sort of thing. But surely that fight can't get sanctioned. They've put Alan Babic in there with him, punch it Dave upside down, wouldn't he? Probably. I mean, I mean, Dave. We know Dave's a talented fighter, but surely, you know, like. Babak, he comes out and gives people hell, you know what I mean? And surely I think he could end up hurting Dave. I hope you know Dave what I mean? just fuck out that Babak. I don't like him. Well, I do. You know, I don't like Babak. I think he's, uh, you know, he's taken over from what Dave was at Matchroom, uh, you know, entertainment, you know, the comedy, the comedy piece of, you know, the cards. And it'll be the same again on Saturday night. It'll be the, you know, last time out, he'll be proposing to his missus post-fight. And this time, I'm sure there'll be something else, but. Babbick's uh, 15 minutes now, isn't it? Dave's had his 15, it's Babbick's 15 now, isn't it? It's Babbick's turn now, yeah. Babbick's turn, you know, and he, he's going to stay in the fold by the looks of it because he's, he's signed with Dillian White. So it looks like he isn't going around, going away anytime soon, is he? No, he's hanging around like a fucking bad smell, isn't he, that Babbick? You need to fucking off. Yeah. He's, you know, still against the TBA, they've not announced his opponent yet. You know, I'm sure he'll have a losing record. They might dig Mark Bennett up for him or Snowy, Darren Snow. Yeah, 
Yeah, yeah, wouldn't surprise me, you know. But this is like this goes back to you know what we were talking about, you know, the quality assurance on these shows are absolutely piss. You know what I mean? They're absolutely dire. Um, Hello to Chris Rocky. We're in Rocky. <laughs> He's not running away again. No, if I take him out sometimes, I'll at Farmer's Fields or Golf Course, tries to jog on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but we've, had a, we've had a bit of chat, haven't we, Rocky, about you being MIA. He's missing in action, doesn't he? Might be trying to get a bird, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't let him near other dogs, you know. Do you not? Only a dog that's ever been in this house. When I lived at Cunningsborough, I, I uh, Dennis says, "Give me, a, can you give me a lift to airport?" I went, "Yeah." They come to my house. Dennis's missus and kids and all that and mother-in-law come to my house and Dennis went there in the car. We went to airport for oh, we're going to airport. So I got to airport and I've come back with a car. And I thought, there's a dog here. I think I'm gonna end up copping for dog for two weeks. I had Dennis's dog, it were a Yorkie Pro, a lovely dog called Michigan. What it did, it sent Rocky mad. I had to get I had to Came to see somebody, not counselling, like just I think his head had gone because he didn't yeah. like another dog in house. Yeah, some dogs are like that though. Some dogs can be funny though, and their owner shows affectionate to like another dog. He kept going like that, and I kept having to hold him. And cost Michigan were about he wanted he was a puppy, she was a bit immature. That bouncing about all over, great mad eyes it had. And uh, it, it's, like, what's the word now? The dogs are territorial, aren't they? So if another dog's yeah. in the house, they're not going to like it, are they? And plus, no. Michigan went and had a turnout in my daughter's bed. Do you know what I mean? And it chewed, chewed something as well, I think. My lovely dog, but that didn't go down well. So I caught for that dinner two weeks yeah. worth of Dennis's dog. <laughs> Could have been worse. Could have been that Alsatian that AJ Hobson's got up in scrapyard. Jesus. <laughs> They're armful. One of them guard dogs, yeah. But but now he's uh, he's he's all right. he's over Michigan now, aren't you, Rocky Mikus? Mikus. Mm. Yeah. So on the top on the topic of boxing this weekend, um Chisora Parker, you know, what's your thoughts of the press conference antics with Chisora yesterday? I think Chisora's a dick. And he needs to fuck off out the sport of boxing. Why is he hanging around boxing? How many losses has he got him? 12? 12 losses now, I'm pretty sure, yeah, 12. But what people keep saying, like Terry Chapman has just said to me, oh, he's just topping his pension up. He's all right, Del Boy. I've said, he's a dick, right? Yeah. 12 losses. And what we've got now is we've got boxers that are famous just for being famous. Derek Chisora, nobody can tell me how a fucking good win he's had in recent times, can they? And don't say Takan. No. He's not achieved anything of recent note. And and they said he were finished after Caballero, didn't they? Really finished, even yeah. before he said that. Now yeah. Fury's saying he'll fight him again and all this. Look, these people, they get it. He's a boxer, but they get social media. Like Dave Allen, he gets it. He's always playing mental games. and Not mental games. Dave, Dave Allen and Chisora, Tyson Fury. 
they get it, don't they, social media? Yeah. They're always pulling something out or some tea, or there's always something happening that's something interesting or funny. Or, and they're keeping and they're not it to manipulate it. Oh, well, then there's only Tyson doing all about it, isn't there? She's always not yeah. beating anybody. Dave Allen's too inactive, and he's, yeah. he's missed the boat now, and it's his own fault. Harsh reality. Tough kid. And showed a lot of promise when he was first with Dennis. Not dedicated. Bad trainer. And 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 he says says things for effect, but sometimes Diggs is sending an owl, doesn't he? Yeah, it catches up with you. It catches up with you. And I just think that Derek Chisora is a bit like that. He, he, he's, uh, what's the word? He's he's become like a WWE cartoon character. They wheel him out, and you don't know what's going to happen. Even at press conferences, it's like a play, playground to him, isn't it? People yeah. are all on edge around him, and all this and that. And there's this aura about him that he's trying to create. It's a bit you can't fucking have that aura in ring, isn't it? Do you know yeah. what I mean? That he that he has when he's walking around and you know trying his one liners and all that. Derek, fuck off! You shot to pieces. Yeah, I mean, it, it's the usual, you know, Del Boy antics on Fight Week where, you know, he turns up to the press conference, you know, Fight Week and he does something stupid, you know, we've had, you know, it, it just, it's just, we've got these, he does it every time, you know, what was it last time? He said he was not going to fight, he said he was going to go home, he weren't going to fight and um, um, his mum came and saved the day, weren't it? You know, and it's every time he's got to do something. It just, I feel like it's almost like he gets put up to it to create a bit of interest going into the actual fight. And um, it's just getting boring now, you know. I used to like Jazora. I used, you know, I used to, he's entertaining to watch, but at, the, at this point, he doesn't bring anything to the table. And he's he's definitely past it. You know, you say when um, when Cabell beat him in Monaco that he was done, but they were saying he was done when Hay flogged him more than years ago. They, they were saying he was done way be, not long before that, you know what I mean? And now, all of a sudden, it's, uh, you know, Eddie's saying, you know, if, if Parker can make quick work of him and knock him out in fantastic style, you know, he's going to be on, you know, the back burner for a world title. And so, apparently now beating somebody who's got 12 losses, he really isn't a big player in the heavyweight scene. Apparently, if you beat him now in, in good style, you're going to get a, you know, one-way ticket to a world title shot, according to Eddie. That's what Eddie was saying. So, what sense does that make? Oh, Chisora. Yeah. It's, no, it's Chisora. No, Eddie said if Parker beats Chisora in like in like fantastic style or whatever he was saying, it was like uh, Parker's going to be on in, like, in line for a world title shot. Yeah, not for a bit though. No, I know, yeah, but this is what this is what Eddie's saying though. He's making it out like if he beats Chisora, that's it. He's, he's going to be in line for one. Chisora not. a bit. It's not even a good win for Parker, former world champion, who's already beat him once. Exactly. Go on. Exactly. Chisora's best title was the European one. European donkey's years ago. Ten years ago. Exactly, yeah. Exactly. So, realistically, that just shows the level of, you know, of Derek. And Derek, you know, we've said it for a while now. Even when he was fighting Dylan White all them years ago, he's a gatekeeper now. And realistically, beating Derek Chisora doesn't warrant you know, being in line for a world title. Why can they not put, you know, Parker in with somebody like Huey Fury, let him fight him again? You know, because Huey's at that level. Huey's on brink of world title level. Why not put him in with somebody like that? Why Why Chisora? I mean, oh. I mean, me and you know, me and you know, Huey Fury versus Joseph Parker is a lot better fight than Chisora versus Parker, isn't that? 
But you know what? Why why can these fights not get made? It's just to me, it's pitiful that they put them back in for a rematch. Well, because the first one was bad enough. So why why would they need to do it a second time? Because it's Derek Waterzor, isn't it? World War Two. He's an unpre- yeah, World War Two. He's an unpredictable character, and he's got an aura about him and all that crap. But it'll be the same thing though after the fight, though. You know, he'll lose, and then post fight, he'll be in Joseph Parker's dressing room having cheeseburgers with him. It's the same story, isn't it? You know what I mean? Just replay, just replayed over and over and over and over again. It's just boring now. It's boring. Well, is anybody even going to that fight, Parker Gisora? I mean, like I said, I'm, I'm going to it for a big piss up with my mates, but. Apart from that, I can't see it. See it. I probably won't have done well on tickets. To be fair, I don't think it's sold out. So, I mean, if they can't sell out Manchester Arena, then you know it shows where it's at boxing. Especially when Khan and Brook just got announced and they both shot to pieces and they sold it out in ten minutes, didn't they? Mm. Or this shows where boxing's at, but it's not exactly an enthralling card. You know, you've got Spider Riches versus you know. There's Congra, you've got Alan Babic, TBA, and you've got Zelfa Barrett versus the Taramo, whatever that is. And, you know, they had Boatsy on the card as well, and they pulled Boatsy off about three weeks ago, something like that. And to me, the card, you know, it's just not really that interesting, realistically. And I'm going to it, you know, and it's like, end of the day, it's more of just like a piss-up. You know, it's not, not really an interesting card. You know, this compared to cards of past, you know, it's, Absolutely dire. Uh, is there any women fighting on it? I think I think there's I think there is a women fight. I don't know who's fighting though. I'm pretty sure there's one women fight on it though, but I don't know who it is. What do you think about uh, Tyson Fury against Dillian White if it comes off? Well, for one, I don't think it will come off. Because I, I think even if it does come off, I think if it goes to purse bids, you know, Dylan White's going to get severely low-balled by Tyson. And I think if it does happen, I just think Tyson plays with him. I just don't think Dylan White's at that level. I think Dylan White missed the boat two years ago when he passed the fight with Joshua at Wembley. And obviously Joshua, you know, went and fought Andrew Ruiz in New York and the rest is history, isn't it? But I think that was Dylan White's chance to get a world title. I don't think... He beats Tyson. I think Tyson plays with him and stops him, if I'm being completely honest. I just don't think Dylan White's at that level. Skillfully, he's just not there. And I think Tyson plays with him. I think he gets hit too easily. And I think Tyson will just jab his head off. I don't think it's a hard night's work for Tyson. I think he makes quick work of him, to be completely honest with you. If you fight, I mean, even fighting like he did against Wilder um, a few months ago, I think even that will get him over the line against White. I don't think. I just don't think he's at that level, White. I think, I think he's uh, he's he's fringe world level, but he doesn't beat these top like these elite guys like Fury and your Usyk. I think you put him in with AJ, he gives him an hard night's work and probably beats him. You put him in with Wilder, I think Wilder puts him out cold just because I just think that Wilder just catch him. But you know what I mean? He's just I can't see Dylan White winning a world title now. Do you like the Parker fight against Wilder? <clears throat> Against Wilder, Parker versus Wilder. I think Wilder punches him in orbit. I think Wilder punches everybody in orbit except Usyk and uh, Fury, just because they're probably not to handle him. 
just because they're unskillfully they're on a different level to everybody else. I think I think if uh, if um, Wilder fought AJ, I think he'd knock AJ out, like just absolutely spark him out. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's one of them. I think Wilder's like third best heavyweight in the world. I think you'd have to put Fury first. You know, Usyk a close second. You know, that's a 50-50 of them to ever fight. And you probably put third uh, Wilder just because you, whatever you put in front of Wilder is just going to knock him out cold, isn't it, realistically? He's a beast, but, Wilder. Yeah, well, that's it, you know. And we had, we had all these years, we had Eddie, uh, you know, ripping into him, saying, no, he wasn't very good and skillfully he wasn't very good. Listen, it doesn't matter what he what he hasn't got and what, listen, it doesn't matter. He gets the win at the end of the day and he does it and he knocks people out. Unlike AJ, you know, getting the ref to jump in and wave it off. You know, like they do against Carl Tackham, you know, poor stoppages like that. He's dropped everybody. Deontay Wilder knocks him out cold. He's dropped everybody he's fought, hasn't he? Yeah. He's dropped everybody. He's dropped everybody. He's dropped. He, I mean, it's like, you go back to like, you look at the fights with like Ortiz, you know, he was behind on them cards and he, he pulled out, you know, these like mesmerised knockouts, especially the second one, you know, he, I mean, he practically looked like he, never, he didn't put any power into that shot and he just knocked him out cold. And even with Fury in the third fight, you know, he was down. And he come back, he got back up in the next round. He, not, he dropped Fury twice in one round, you know. It's like, I can't see I can't see any other heavyweight out there doing that to Fury. I couldn't see Dylan White dropping Fury. You know what I mean? Dylan White's got a good left hook, though, hasn't he? Yeah, he's got, we, can't, yeah we can't discredit Dylan White. He's got a left, good left hook, but... Realistically, when everybody's knocked out with that left hook, have been subpar level. They've not been at world level. You know, you look at the the Daddy Brown knockout. Daddy Brown, you know, late forties. You know, they pulled him off the sofa. You know, you've got Povetkin. He knocked Povetkin out after Povetkin already dusted him. You know, and it's just like the list goes on and on. We've already been through it. All. We don't need to go through it again. But Dylan White, he's not beating anybody. Uh, you know, a genuine like top tier heavyweight. And you can, people his best win, isn't it? Yeah, he's Parker's his best win, but realistically, is Parker even European level? No, British level. Got gifted a world title, didn't he? Against Ruiz. Him against, you know, we know uh, that. Him against Delbo is a British level against English stroke British. That's what I think Derek is at the moment. Yeah. Well, you'd have to, the way the way I look at it is this, right? If, who holds the European title now? Is it still Joe Joyce or is he give it give it up? Well, I don't even know, mate. I think he'd give it up, on it. He's give it up. But let's just say, for example, right, Joe Joyce is European level. Would Parker or um sorry, my head's gone there. Who was on about then? Um oh, that's it, Dillian White. Would sorry, would Dillian White be um Joyce? Or would uh, Joseph Parker beat Joe Joyce? Neither of them would, would they? Right now, Joyce is up there, mate. Yeah, he's up there, isn't he? They don't call Joyce that, do they? None of these lot, do they? No. Well, they just they would say it just doesn't make financial sense to fight Joe um, Joe Joyce. But for me, we, I, you know, me and you, we know, you know, Joe Joyce is a handful, and you know, if if somebody like Joe Joyce who you know, he does, he's not a big talker, Joe Joyce. He don't put himself out there, you know, doing interviews. His manager might do, but Joe Joyce don't. And, um, you know, if Joe Joyce goes in there, it's a, it's game over for the pair of them, isn't it? You know, he punches for him. You know, he's an handful. And, you know, I think he's going to, in the years to come, he's going to be a, a seriously avoided Joe Joyce. Yeah. Because he wants him. He's one of them. He's on that list of, you know, 
who the who wants him club like who is I mean like who is a handful he's in that club you know the list of who wants him you know and it's one of them you know because they don't you know they don't spout the mouth off and they're not you know they're not working social media constantly you know they they're not they're not a big draw as such in like the you know the public eye but these 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 lads can fight you know what I mean yeah. I just think that Yui just needs a bit of luck with matchmaking now, this guy. Yeah, I think the thing is with half a time, the thing is with Fury though, uh, Huey though, is like uh, Matchroom didn't do it exactly, do him any favours. They didn't match him favourably. They didn't bring him on. <clears throat> they just chucked him at ring straight away, like with Povetkin. When realistically, like they should have eased him into a fight like that. You know, you could, I mean, look how they put Dillian White. You know, they put him in with all these old timers, and now Dillian White's knocking on for a world title. You know, and then they threw Huey in straight away with him. And, you know, and when Huey... Don't forget, when Huey lost to Povetkin, he didn't get iced by Povetkin, did he? No. No, exactly. But Dillian White, he gets iced, but he gets the rematch, and now he's knocking on, on the door for a world title. But hopefully Sky, you know, Sky not stupid. They'll know how to bring him on. And, you know, the, the, hopefully Huey gets a bit of luck, and hopefully late next year we can see him pushing, you know, the pushing the envelope for a world title, you know what I mean? Yeah. What do you think about uh, the Conor, Conor Ben situation last weekend? Oh, mate, it's just, uh, I've got to jot it down. It's just absolutely dire, this Conor Ben situation. Listen, the way I look at it is this, right? Eddie Earn can't come out saying Chris Algieri years ago couldn't knock a skin off a rice pudding, but all of a sudden when Conor Ben beats him, he's a, Conor Ben's, yeah, he's a Roman killer and Conor Ben's ready for a world title and this and that. You know, and then you've got Tony Bellew saying, oh, he ices everybody except Crawford and Spence. And, you know, saying he'd, he'd beat Avanesian. Listen, Conor Ben couldn't lay a glove on that, David Avanesian. David Avanesian just punches him upside down. We can't say... Bit? Yeah, listen, we can't say Conor Ben's not been... He's, he's not improved. He has improved quite clearly, you know. He he's a bit, looks a bit more skillful on Saturday, but he's not at that level yet. And when it when it does come to it, unless they put him in with somebody who's not even got a pulse for a world title, I can't see him beating any of them top dogs. You know, the top level, I think they beat him all. I think they all beat him. I, I just don't think he's at that level. I think he's probably Europe. He's probably at the level now where he should be fighting uh, Avenesian. I think. I think any other fight apart from Avenesian, the fans are just going to spit it out. But. They're talking about Adrian Broner now. They're on about bringing Adrian Broner out of retirement to fight Conor Ben. Who would want to see that? He's fat as a pig Mitchelling man with a big beard. Looks like a terrorist. Have you seen him? I know. Yeah, he's... Well, like, Adrian Broner, you know, once upon a time was was meant to be, you know, the pro, he was the prodigy, weren't he? He was meant to be, you know, he was meant to be the carry-on to Floyd Mayover. But all of a sudden, dropped off, didn't he? My dad, I put him into orbit, and the rest is history, isn't it? Yeah, the, he uh, he's ended up on Skid Row, mate. Yeah, he's well, he started field, he, with loads of kids and all that, and yeah, he's, he's messed it all up. I mean, he was it was um, he was going around like rapping and doing tours like rapping. And it took away from his boxing career. And, you know, when you get beat, you only can only get beat so many times at that top level. And then people just switch off, don't they? And, I mean, for me, when he came back and fought Pacquiao and Pacquiao, I mean, that against Pacquiao was embarrassing. And 
I just think ever since then that that was it. The game was up, and I mean, if they drag Adrian Broner out of retirement now for Conor Ben, I mean, it's just going to be an absolute circus, isn't it? I mean, it's a circus as it is anyway. But if they do that, that is scraping the barrel. Adrian Broner in UK. Once in a life, they'd, they'd, they'd tell it as once in a lifetime, wouldn't they? Eddie Hearn would be straight stuck up Brown. I wonder if you could promote him. Yeah. But the thing is, though, I, I can't I can't see it happening because, you know, I mean, I've got a jot down here. Um, the zone, they look like they're done in America now. Do you not think? I can't see it. Yeah, it looks like they've been froze out now, doesn't it? Yeah. What it looks like to me, anyway. Eddie will be on they've froze them out. Money now in America. Yeah, well, it's his own fault, though. You know, he went over. You know, he started ruining his mouth. You know, they wrote, he rubbed everybody up the wrong, wrong way. And you know, the serious players in America, and they've, they've all like. It looks to me like they've all like put their heads together and was like, right, we're gonna, we're gonna freeze him out. And that's that's what looks like what's happened to me. Leonard Ellaby. <laughs> yeah. Well. I was a text didn't uh, the Iceman wants to come out of retirement to fight Leonard Elber, don't they? The Iceman. Yeah. Leonard Elber, remind me if I ever see him at a show. Not that I will, but if I do, and he's in the UK, not to say hey, Lenny, you fancy a cheeky one in toilets. Because if you passed him a bag with them nostrils <laughs> he, he, he's he's got, mate, he'd deal with that, wouldn't he? Uh he's he's got a nose that's like a Volkswagen Beetle. You wouldn't like to think you were passing him a bag, would you? You'd be like, <laughs> no. Left him it. You get a magnifying like glass. Like a Dyson Hoover, mate. <laughs> but you know, we got to, you know, we got to give a bit of respect to Leonard Elby. You know, he come out, he called Eddie out on his on his bullshit. You know, and only got to give him respect give, for that. Only people who give Leonard Elby respect are people who serve him coke because he buys that much. <laughs> He's got a raging habit. Could you imagine him getting his head down on the glass table? <laughs> kilos at a time, mate. Not by the bags, by the kilos, mate. Hey. Oh, good old Lana Dillaby. Um, so obviously, like the Conor Ben situation, where do you think he should go next? Do you think he should fight Avenesian, yeah? Yeah. I think he should fight Avenesian Conor Ben. But getting back to Lana Dillaby is a funny story. Go on. Do you know why Eddie's unpopular in America? Because he rubs them all up wrong ways and he's a bit of a winder, yeah. a bit of a cheeky chaffy. Yeah. They don't get it like we do. You know, their sense of no. humor over there. Yeah, their sense of humor is completely different. Yeah. The, I mean, Eddie Earn, see, I haven't been to a show in America. Everybody's having a hot dog and nobody's clapping. There's no sweet Caroline and all that. It's just a load of fat people eating hot dogs and pizzas and popcorn and get your popcorn ready. Just taking it piss. Now, when he goes up to people like Schaefer or Leonard Ellaby, Eddie always has to comment. This is what he's like. People who know Eddie Earn or have met him will comment, will agree with me on this. Whenever Eddie Earn goes up somebody or he sees them at a presser or, hey, up, mate, how are you doing? He always has to have a comment about what they're wearing because he wants to take control of the situation and be, be, be known as... Uh, that's just what he likes. He likes to be known as funny chap, doesn't he? And joke. Yeah. Now, a few times I've heard people say that he said to Lenny Delaby, are we doing Lenny? Are we doing Lenny? Are you all right? That's a bit of a rascal coat, that, isn't it? Oh, look at them cheeky. That's a cheeky number, them shoes you've got on, or something like that. 
coming out with that Essex slang, but they don't get it. So they'll no. ask other people, what's he on about? He said this to me, and then they'll say, oh, he's just taking piss out, yeah. You won't even know what taking piss means, all it yanked, so that thing. No. But I think and Eddie, what Eddie done, he'd have done it like it, Shirley Winkle. You know, Shirley Winkle, Shelly Finkle. Yeah, Shelly Finkle, yeah. He, he was digging him out constantly. Lude Bella. These are stalwarts that were were, were been a game in, in game years. Lude Bella, what Ed Oncho at HBO in nineties. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? He, he he was sitting down with Don King and putting big deals together when Mike Tyson come out of prison and all that kind of carry on. Yeah. Serious players, man. He's rubbed them up the all the wrong way. It's his own fault. He's got only himself to blame. You know, coming out constantly on interviews, like you said with the uh, Shelley uh, Shelley Finkel, call him Shelley Winkle, constantly, and it's only himself to blame. You know, he's the reason that these big fights haven't been made. You know, with AJ versus Wilder, he's the reason. It's nobody else. It's like the Khan versus Brook thing. You know, he'd been trying to make it for ten years, Eddie, but all of a sudden, as soon as Eddie's out of the fold, Sky get it over the line within months. Madness, isn't it? What we is, know well, exactly. We know, you know, we know who the problem is. It's him. What do you think about uh, Brooke versus? Calm, bro. Well, it's like I mean, I'm not going to be on, come on here and be hypocritical. You know, I said it was a busted flush, and it was it was past its sell by date. But now it's it's been made. You know, I still feel the same way. But I probably will watch it. You know, just because it's the pure hype. You know, the fight and. You know, I'm not the only one because the fact that they sold out Manchester Arena shows that people are interested in it. But, you know, it's uh, it should have happened years ago. And I'm disappointed it's taken till now for it to come, like, get across the line. But they finally got it done. I'm just curious to see what happens. I'm pretty sure Khan's going to take it. But, you know, it's one of them. It's uh, It'll be a little bit of a spectacle, but it's well past its sell-by date. It should have happened years ago, messing the fans about. You know what I mean? But they're both at that point in the career where, you know, where does Cal go? Where does, where does Khan go? You know, the, the like paths have come together and that's it now. There was nowhere else for him left to go and it's on now, isn't it? I just think that how it's been dealt with has been, been, been bad, in my opinion. It's in bad taste. It shouldn't be a pay-per-view fight. And I, I can understand they're both top ex-world ex champions and being at the top of the game, but it's got pension fight written all over it and abuse at fans, hasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, like I said, this is what I mean. It's well past its sell by day. It should have happened years ago when they were in the primes. But, you know, it for me, the way I look at it is like, Khan is, is always... It's like I can I can see where he's, he's never wanted to give Kel that payday and like you know Khan out of the, out of the two of them Khan's obviously the bigger name you know he's beat more world champions beat something like eleven world champions don't he and it's like you know Kel can't just stand up to that on paper and it's like you could never say Khan was like avoiding him because every time Khan would go fight somebody else it were a bigger name than Brook you know he would go and fight in like the likes of you know Terence Crawford he went and fought Canelo. You can't say he's avoiding like can't you can't say he's um Khan's avoiding Cal when he's going fighting people like Canelo, can you? No. But like I said, you know, it's they've taken they've taken they've taken the Mickey, and, but it's they've got it over the line now. But I I feel like Eddie's probably partly to blame the fact it's taken so long to be made because he was the man in charge of it all, and he was the man who was supposed to be getting it on and getting it over the line. 
And obviously, like I said, as soon as Eddie's out of the picture, Sky get it done, doesn't they? You know, Bean gets it over the line. How did Bean pull that off, man? Telling you, Bean. I told you. Listen, never been, never been, creepy Bean, Beanie. <laughs> told you what the text you had months ago. I said Bean's leading the comeback charge. And the comeback is on, mate. It's on, and it's it's on in full force now, mate. And in, in the in the new year, mate. Uh, Sky going to be making big moves, I think. Could you imagine? Uh, we'd have to change his name to the Bean Father, wouldn't we? Instead of just Bean, the Bean Father. Be- Bean's on at darts at the minute. Have you not heard him on that at the darts? People keep texting me saying that he's ruining darts. Is he? I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think he's ruining it. I think you know he's not that. To be fair, mate, I've never really minded Bean as a commentator. I think he's annoying. He's annoying at times because sometimes he just doesn't shut up. But he's not actually doing too bad at the darts. I'll send you some clips later and let you have a listen to it. But they're all right. He's not. He's not too bad. It's not as um his vocabulary isn't as um isn't the same as when he's on the boxing. You know, we we got Bean Bingo. We got the list of his normal sayings. You know, sizzling, rough, rugged, his game. A cacophony of noise. And the Blue Ribbon Division. You know, we've got the usual. It's good to have the Blue Ribbon Division back, Matt. And my all-time favourite, are you ready for liftoff? Are you ready for liftoff? Is that what Bean says when he gets in bed at night? They're lost. Are you ready for liftoff, love? Yeah, but we know what Bean is, you know. Like I said, I think Bean's on the comeback trail now, and I mean, you know, Sky. They just the we I said this months ago when we talked about it. You know, when the zone, you know, Eddie went to the zone. Like Sky is, it's it's the winning formula. Sky and Sky Sports. It's the win winning formula as of the zone. It's like a bit, bit shaking. And if they can't get their hands on football, the zone, then they're right up shit creek. I think. You know, Bean, right? Bean, I can't explain it. I knew he was a dickhead, right? When he came on ringside years ago and he, and Larry Holmes were there also and Bean said, yeah, I remember the great days from the 70s. I I, I got a, a, a dictaphone one Christmas and I remember walking around uh, the playground at school. This is in, can you imagine, walking around the playground right, at school and, he, and, he, and he's going, down goes Frazier, down goes Frazier. You're blowing it, son, you're blowing it. You know, like Angelo Dundee to Ray Leonard. And Bean were coming out with all these one-liners and nobody got it. They were all like, what is he coming out with? But Bean in his head got it. And I think I got it that he's a complete weapon. Well, he, he just looks at sort of place, you know. He's such a, such a, how can I put it? He's just so, he just stands out like a sore thumb. He's just such a like different character in such a cool sport. You know what I mean? He's just he stands out like a sore thumb. Looks like well, like geeks that have uh, gate crashed uh, cool kids party at school. Don't you know? Like I don't like to say this, but when I was at school, I was a dougie. Uh, well, not a dougie, but I didn't like, like the biology, chemistry, and physics. I just used to sit there with my arms folded because I didn't, I didn't like it. And, and RE. So I got put in this group called the science class. And it were basically, and some of my mates will be watching this because I was out with them yesterday. It was just a load of delinquents. 
right? Just a delinquents once a week that are just sitting in this class. And eventually what they did, they used to let everybody ride around, around school on this moped. The teacher would let everybody use this moped and they go up and down and all that. Why? I don't know. You'd never get away with that nowadays. Mm, but not, 19, oh, not 19, that, 1984, 85, so 85. Flying up and down the, on, on this moped. I don't know if it's because they're like 15 year old. I don't know. They used to go round, round Edlington Comprehensive on this moped and it the class, what science class, but, but we never did anything in science. All we did was just like a youth club. And it was cause we were delinquents, duggies. And that's like being gate crashing into that because it was seen as like a cool, it were cool to be in the science. Oh, yeah. science class were cool. It were fucking delinquents, a load of duggies, thickos that are, that are just uh, anti-establishment. That's what it were. Now one of them, one one of thick holes, but people thought it were cool to be in that class. But I, yeah. and it'd be I, like yeah, being yeah. being stumbling into that class, being kicked out at biology lesson after doing some uh, a grade A student. He'd be like him coming into that class. I'd be like, come here, you. I'm getting like that twisty ear. So you, you're that guy with dictaphone, aren't you? I said, start doing yeah. do, do, do some commentary. <laughs> You're like lunch money. <laughs> yeah, oh, no, I'd have had that at gate, man, at quarter to nine, mate. Forget that, mate. I wouldn't even, I wouldn't even need to ask, I just could put it on my desk. <laughs> but no, being for me, I know we gave him loads of stick in that, but if he shut his mouth, I might be able to like him. Do you know what I mean? But he doesn't shut up when, when fighters are in ring. I don't want to hear him going on about nonsense because if you watch the great fights from the 70s, you don't hear commentators going on about stamp book collections and tattoo, tattoo yeah. designs on the... He's, going to have a, he's got a spider's web design ready to go on his elbow next week, Johnny. Who gives a fuck yeah, about some of his tattoos? A journeyman. Yeah, but the thing is, though, you know... I think the thing is with Bean, he tries to bring the, the, the sport of boxing alive, doesn't he? He tries to, you know, touch into, you know, what's going on outside the ring as well as what's going in the ring. But can't disagree with you. It's bloody annoying. But we got to wish him well because if he can put Eddie Earn out of a job, then we're team Bean, aren't we? We are team Bean at the moment, but he'll do something to annoy me this weekend. Yeah, there'll be something. There'll be something. You just got to watch the darts parking, you know. You just, you, you'll like that. you listen to my darts. darts. Yeah, I watch darts. Yeah, yeah. Big shout out to Ben from Eastwood Autos and Ash from Eastwood Autos. Uh, oh, you have a good evening tonight at the Cash Alley fight. Give him a big shout out. It's next door to my factory, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So obviously, so we've touched on a bit of everything there. Um, one thing we haven't touched on is um, the Tommy Fury, Jake Paul situation. What's your opinion on that? And well, where I do you think Tommy goes from here? I keep seeing all these press releases and comments from Big John Fury, big fighting man in the ring on the hard bro. We keep hearing John Fury's saying that some bloke, 17 stones, bare knuckled Tommy at ribs. And then there's other stuff with John Fury saying something totally different and Tommy saying something different. So it's like a who done it, isn't it? 
there's that much lies going around. Nobody knows who to believe. But so this is what I say. I don't believe out they say anything. And even when fights are announced, I believe it when they're in the ring. I just don't believe out they say because they can't lie straight in bed. None of that lot, can they? No. I just yeah, we knew it wasn't gonna happen though because it was just getting later and later, and he still hadn't gone to America, and then all of a sudden we're two weeks out. He's still not in America. You know, we know like a lot of British fighters who go to over to America, they go at least you know like two three weeks out, get acclimatized to it, and then you even got Tyson who goes out months prior to his fight, and you know he, he stops over you know for a few months leading up to the fight, so he's well acclimatized you know to the time time difference, you know the climate. And, you know, it was getting, you know, we were getting weeks out from the fight and Tommy's still not gone over. And then all of a sudden it came out, you know, it came out that, you know, he'd pulled from the fight. And I can't say I'm um, surprised, you know, he's following the trend of, of Tyson at times of just being a messer, you know what I mean? And he's ruined it for himself now because I don't think he'll ever get that shot again. That You know, I don't think Jake Paul ever gave him that shot again because, you know, Tommy could have been the one to beat Jake Paul. Well, he should have beaten Jake Paul, but on oh, on paper I say that, but personally I didn't think he was going to beat him. I, I didn't. I thought Jake Paul would have probably been a bit too much for him because Tommy's last fight it didn't exactly look. It wasn't exactly a performance to be desired, was it? You know what I personally think? Why they didn't take the fight? Go on. Weight issues because it fines with weight. Really? He had him that... tied down on a contract where for every pound over they had to pay X amount. And I think they were looking at the situation and thought, let's build this fight up a bit more and we'll get him down the line. And that's what I think, because we're not going to fight now um, because we don't feel 100% and plus Tommy's weight's not right. That's what I think. Possibly, down, yeah. We're down to money with them. Not gonna, Tommy's not going to turn his nose about that money up, father. True. He'll be having some out of the job, father. So I think what they've done, they've played the playing game and hoping that down the line it's a bigger fight. Yeah. Thing is, though, where does Tommy go from here now? Because, you know, I feel like if Tommy steps up his uh, level of opponents, he may, he may get beat and then all of a sudden Jake Paul fires and on the table then, is it? Does Tommy win an area belt like Evie? Match right, yeah. But I can't see him going past any, past British level. I think British levels is is max. I, I can't see him going past that at all. But again, you know, we know what we know what Frank's like. He, you know, he's sneaky. Mat, uh, Frank with his matchmaking, he could get him in there. You know, well, they might go down the trinket route. But realistically, they have to they have to watch what they're doing with Tommy now because if they match him wrong and he loses, then that fight's gone completely. You know, so they're walking on eggshells now, aren't they? Oh yeah. No, they're, they're walking on eggshells now, but they'll have to do what Jake Paul says now because he looks like he's not going to give another chance, doesn't he? Yeah, well, that's it. Can, Jake Paul's put himself in a situation now where, where he's in control, and you know he's holding all the he's holding all the aces, isn't he? And uh, I don't know. I, to be honest with you, I, I, I can't. I mean, I didn't think it was going to happen. In the, even when it was announced, I thought there'd be something um, in the lead up to the fight, and there was obviously, but. I just can't see it happening, you know. I mean, and we got to give as much like um, as much like a discredit and a hate as Jake Paul gets. I feel like we have got to give him a bit of credit because he wasn't the one who pulled out the fight, were he? 
mm. he were ready. And you know, he's still fighting this weekend. They've you know they replaced him, uh, Tommy, with that Tyrone Woodley, you know, for another fight. So he has to be given Jake Paul because he wasn't the one who pulled out. It was Tommy who pulled out. And obviously, with all the stories coming out, you know, John's put, taking us round the roundabout of all the roundabout of lies. You know, keeps telling us all this stuff. John, just keep it button, mate. I've already ripped into you, pal. Just keep it short, pal. It's just absolutely you ruin it. The thing is, he's ruined it for Tommy, though, isn't he? <coughs> big John Fury, big fighting man. I live alone. I train alone. I win the title alone. Can't duck me forever. He can run, but he can't hide. And you ain't got a caravan like me. Pop, pop, bang, and don't bump. I always say the hardest man on the hardest road. Do you and your mates go to the pub and do John Fury impressions? Nah, no, no. We do it too far. I do my mate who I train with, we always uh, we always do it when we when we're going through like a big uh, deadlifting session. We'll always just like before a big big lift, we'll always go, just make sure you turn up. <laughs> yeah. Oh god. A tribute to the big man himself, you know, considering that John's such an inspiration when it comes to his training regi- regime and he won't be matched by anybody over 50 and he'll be willing to prove it for free or for money. Yeah, an 140 kilo bench press. Eight reps. Cold. And that would be for Miss Stew on the hot fire. Pop, pop, pop. 275 kilo deadlift would be Corey. Yeah, don't, don't, <laughs> don't forget, don't forget the 10, 10 miles he runs every morning as well. Bare feet. Running bare feet. And before before I go up punch bag, when I get back, I put my hands in petrol, soak them in petrol. Hundred thousand pound bare knuckle champion, nineteen ninety two. I can't for the love of me, I can't remember the man's name, but I put him into orbit. (laughs) (laughs) Who were it against John? I don't know, I can't remember his name. You have an interview with Sun Newspaper and they say, oh, fight for 100 grand. And he's like, oh, I can't remember that man's name. 100 grand, you're fighting something. You don't remember his name. What? Like, it's not bullshit or banter. It's blatant fucking lying. Charlatans, mate. Charlatans. <laughs> Vagabonds, mate. <laughs> I don't like it. 100 pound on the heart, bro. <laughs> but the thing is, though, Johnny had he had his chance to prove it when Kifio uh, stood up to the stood up to the plate, and John had his chance. And you know, even even when uh, he rang um, he rang Max up and said they were gonna they were gonna come down to Mickey Theo's car wash, and they didn't turn up. Max was no. sliding in the turn up way down M one with me, you know. It was sad. Oh, Max. He's sliding up and down. You're not shitting your pants, are you? Phil is nappy. Thing is, though, I, I, you, what's it called? I, I think, like, you you knew they weren't going to turn up. Did I you? know. Did, yeah, I know. Yeah, that. you knew they weren't going to turn up. I know. Just John had, John, had been on, John had been on the old buzzer. I either up whiskey or at Stella's. Had a few drinks and thought, felt a bit brave. And thought they could, you know, ring Max up and pick on him, but no, 
They made a mug out themselves, mate. And John, glad they didn't anyway, because you don't want a lot of travellers coming down to a car pitch because that, that a car pitch Mick's got down there. There's three other ones that he rents out on his land, and there's one of them is I think it's Toyota, and there's there would have been a eight melee, wouldn't there? Them might yeah. down. Yeah, I can imagine. Yeah, so it's for the best they didn't come down, but you can't say you're going to do something and then don't. But and they were accustomed to it now because John. You know, don't forget when we take the mick out of John, you know, it's not stuff we're making up and saying. This is everything that this man has said. You know, it's yeah. all come from his mouth. You know, he's all said he's said it himself. So at the end of the day, he's got all the section. They've got these shit houses, right? That's what they are, shit houses. Fury power! Fury power diehards will send me questions now going on about oh you oh you 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 digging John out again. Listen. If you want to put your in public eye, like John has, shout your mouth off about boxing and things surrounding boxing that's utter bullshit and I don't agree with it. When that ice breaks, I will be underneath it, let me tell you. Yeah. Uh, um, I mean, if you don't like it, fucking tough shit. Yeah. I mean, we can say the same with Tyson. Tyson shouts his mouth off, but the difference is with Tyson, he backs it up. Yeah, he can back it up, can't he? You get away exactly. with it. As it Exactly, as if John was still waiting for him to back it up for free well, off a money. Well, he's been out of jail seven years, not had a fight yet. So he's he's most no. inactive fighting man in the world, isn't he? Don't forget, he loves to fight. I've, he's just done 12 years for a fight. He did four and a half, mate, and he were Cat D's as well. And that. <laughs> so 12 and a half with four and a half. He's got a bit confused. He's 12 with his fours, hasn't he? Don't forget, mate, he said it. It weren't me who said it, it were him who said Cole it. Cole sentenced to nine years. It were 11 years, reduced on appeal to nine. He did four and a half. So what was he getting 12? I've just said 12. You haven't turned 12 years. He's just done four and a half. So he said, I've done 12 years for a fight. I love to fight, he said. It weren't a fight, though, what he had really worried. That's something right. It was just somebody that fucking knocked him out at a car auction with a small man. That ain't a fight, is it? That's not... A, that's not In his head, it, 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 he might think it's fucking bare knuckler. But giving somebody a good hiding at a car wash, that's not a fight, is it? If a guy comes just, up there on you. Just an incident, isn't it? Well, if you're a foot taller than a man and about eight stone heavier than him, you've got a big you got a big advantage on you, haven't you? To, for starters, haven't you? Once you get out of him, yeah. isn't it? So, True. But uh, what's your fights you want to see next year? Chris, we'll finish off on this question. All right. Um, for me, there's there's three fights I want to see. I want to see, I want to see Usyk and Fury. I want to see uh, Crawford versus Spence, and I want to see Canelo versus Baturbia. Canelo versus yeah, yeah, Baturbia. And I think if you was going to ask me um, for just like British fights, I want to see Callum Johnson versus Anthony Yard. I want to see. Uh, probably say like Lyndon Arthur versus like sort of like a Richards, you know, like. But oh yeah, yeah, you could even say Boatsy, you know. I mean, Lyndon Arthur, you know, they don't stoke him up as a big puncher, but I'd still think I'd put him down to beat Boatsy. I just think Boatsy's just not kicked on. He's just not kicked on like um, he should have done. You know what I mean? So yeah, I think I think Lyndon Arthur or even Anthony Yard versus Boatsy make it happen. Callum Johnson as well, hopefully. He can do the business on Joe Smith Jr. and bring a belt back home. You know, we'll have that means Britain will have another world champion. And we like Callum, obviously. You know, he's a Joe G fighter. 
and wish him all the best and want him to bring it home because there's some big domestic fights we made at British um, with other British, you know, uh, like heavyweights, isn't there? We're Team Joe G, aren't we? Team Joe G. Well, Joe Joe's gym's only like it's like twenty minutes from me. You know what I mean? So it's like he's local to me, and I always I'm always like Joe Gallagher, and you know, as Terry would say, you know, his body of work and what he's done with fighters over the years is all it's all the proof you need that he's a he's a world class trainer. Terry comes out with all that uh, the journey that he's been on and all that, doesn't it? And the body of work. We love Terry though, don't we? Yeah. You know, I mean, I, I, I love Terry. I, I, I listen to his, you know, Beyond Boxing on Spotify and, you know, he's always a great listener, Terry. And when he comes on, I, I love the banter that you two have, especially when he digs out Cobra. Speaking of Spotify, the, the Porky's Corner of the yeah, side. I on Spotify, yeah. <clears throat> I'm last to know, aren't I? I said, what's this here? Porky's talkies, what fucking load of shit. That is cringe, that or what, but like I said, when you're last to know, I'm on it rubbing rag up there now, aren't I? But if we want to do that, do that. It's because people, some people don't like adverts to the videos. Yeah. I mean, well, we have them so we can get paid. Yeah. Expenses to pay. It's a non-profit making channel, but we're doing Spotify now. I don't... How do you, how does that work? That Spotify then? It's just like well, Spotify like it's like a platform where you can listen to music, and there's a lot of people that do podcasts on there. So like Terry he does his podcast on there. Um, I don't know how it works like revenue wise, but I just know it's an app you can like listen to music on. Like I listen to my music on there. And, like I listen to podcasts on there. Like do you know, like Joe Rogan? Like Joe Rogan's on there. Like Joe Rogan was on YouTube. They make longies, aren't they? Yeah, I put him on at night time and drop off with him on. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's it. And like Joe Rogan, he he, when he signed to his deal with Spotify, so he was going to be exclusive to Spotify. It was like worth it was worth millions. You know what I mean? But I don't know revenue wise how it would work. But there would be some revenue depending on if you could get like acquire listeners and stuff. But I'm pretty sure until you get two hundred grand a week, Joe Rogan for that. Yeah, he get yeah, he get he gets a lot. Of, yeah, and and don't and don't forget as well with Joe Rogan, you he's got obviously sponsors as well. People who sponsor his show, and he does the commentary gig for UFC as well. So he'll get he'll get two other sources of income for that as well. Don't forget, and don't forget he's like the main commentator in UFC. He doesn't commentate on all the cars. He just commentates on the big ones now. Um, so he like the like the mini shows. So like. The, the UFC's equivalent, so you know, like a Sky, like a Sky Saturday Night Fight Night, he wouldn't commentate on them. He commentates on like you know the pay per view cards and like the big cards sort of thing. So, but don't forget that's like another that's like another avenue of like income for him. So yeah, he's done well for himself, Joe Rogan. But I like him; he's a good listen. Yeah, he is. He's all right, Joe Rogan. He's into all conspiracies and that, isn't he? Yeah, he's dead into his stuff like that, and he he talks a lot of um, he brings up controversial topics like he'll talk a lot about like drug usage and stuff like that, and like he's like uh, he you know what I mean? He, he's not like he doesn't play it safe. He, they talk about everything, you know. They talk about controversial stuff, and like they have a lot of guests on there. Like 
there's like there's been there's all sorts of people like they've had Dorian Yates on it, like they've had Ronnie Coleman on it, and they, they have everybody on it. They get everybody on it. They get like scientists like who used to work at NASA. They get people who are like into Bigfoot and aliens and stuff like that. It's just all around like a good listen. It's just good to like just hear people just chat shit. It's just and you know what I mean. It's, you learn a lot from it as well, you know, because. It's not only stuff like globally they talk about. It's like a lot of stuff like like problems in America and stuff like that. You know what I mean? So it's good to listen to. I enjoy it. Okay, okay then. Well, listen, thanks for coming on, Chris. Good to have a catch up with you. Yeah, no worries, mate. Pleasure as always. Appreciate it. Video number 22 for the month. Eight to go. I'm way ahead, aren't I, for this month? Yeah, you're way ahead, yeah. Give yourself a bit of a buffer period at Christmas. I'm off. Uh, I think I'm going to Essex this week and Kent. Yeah, you're gonna see Mickey. You're gonna see Mick, and uh, well, I'm gonna go see my paddlers at Tumbridge Wells. So we might be coming on board with Channel next year. I'll be well, so it's all good. Yeah, looking kid good, I'm, mate. Kid, I'm going to Germany. We're going to Germany. We're gonna. We're gonna go to go see see some uh, probably I don't know about filming I don't know gonna go see some of them World War Two memorial uh, not memorial concentration camps and all that in Germany and yeah stuff like that I'm gonna go see some of them Porky on the road eh Porky road trip might get a camera we're going we've got McLaren have not he so we might yeah I remember yeah, yeah McLaren yeah but. I've been told that getting on Eurostar and one of them is a bit dangerous because they're really low and they might get damaged. I don't know, so we might, so we might end up going in a, in his in another car. But McLaren might end up getting took out to Germany, and yeah. we'll be there for us when we get there because there's autobahn in there. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. So you can just put your foot down. So you might see Porky uh, uh, doing one of them. I'll not I'll let him drive the Paul drive because <clears throat> if I got if I uh, I'm not wrapped up with am if I got in a McLaren up like that, yeah. I could end up bumping it or putting it upside down or I don't know, Oats keep but oh that's why I don't buy out really, really quick because I get them days where I'm in a foul mood. Have you ever been in a, in a bad mood and you can't, yeah. or you lose your sense some music, and all of a sudden you're just ripping through bends and this and that? Yeah. All the time, mate. <laughs> all the time. Mm. <laughs> it's yeah. not, mate. I don't want to fall out with someone and smash in his car that's probably worth probably by about 10 houses for what he paid for it. <laughs> true, true. Yeah. yeah and obviously, see. Germany. What about are you going back to Turkey anytime soon? Yeah, uh, first week in April, I think, or last week in March. Yeah, so only around the corner, and that's going. You're getting it like that'll be like the second half of it, then, won't it? Is that what you, like is, you're finishing off the T for? Is it what you're yeah, waiting these, for? These, 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 these got to be took out, and the yeah. putting a mouthful of impacts, aren't they? That's it. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah. So it's like they're, they're finish, finishing it off, basically, aren't they? Yeah, because yeah. my will have become adjusted to the screws that are in all my jaw. That jaw yeah. graft and jawbone graft, top and bottom, sinus lift, root canal. I've got to have that as well when I go back. Well, it's, it's a big, 
big job, wasn't it, for me, that. Uh, obviously, it went a bit a bit pear-shaped with stomach exploding, didn't it? Just a little bit. <laughs> Just a little bit, but we plod on, don't we? Uh I just had an email actually off insurance company on the phone because I threatened them with legal action. I said, yeah. where's my dough? Because you know what I'm like, straight John Bull, aren't I? I want my dough. You've got me invoices. Bloody blah. I'm taking it to uh, um, financial ombudsman. Yeah, taking so, it to ombudsman, yeah. Got a reply off them. It's, it's only the second reply I've had off them in two and a half months. Because they're shit. They don't know what they're doing. Yeah. They're, they're, not, they're, not, they're, not, they're not good, mate. I've got to go through it all again now. Luckily, we've photocopied everything. And it's just a case of me filling forms and sending it to this. It's all designed to wear it out, mate. Well, the thing is, though, mate, like they're quick to take your money, but they're not quick to pay it out, are they? Only 15 quid, though, one at the insurance. But I've, I had it, though, didn't I? Best yeah, that's it, mate. You're better safe than sorry. And, you know... It's a small cost and, you know, at least if anything ever happens like that, you know, you're always covered, you know. I don't understand people who go away without having all of the insurance, so. Why? Because they should, because when you cross road in Turkey, traffic comes from other way, so we're used to looking right, aren't we? Yeah. And, and really, it's coming from other way. I nearly come across it a couple of times, so it's yeah. on the ball. Yeah, and they don't they don't exactly drive safely around there, do they? What do you like, man? The crack, not crackheads, mate. Not us. Well, they're not crackheads because, hey, do you know the drug situation over there? They've got that under control, you know. Oh yeah, yeah. They don't mess about over there, do they? Well, people getting free a year, mate, for a ten bag of weed over there, mate. Possession. Yeah, no, they don't mess about like they do over here, do they? When I went over there, right, listen to this to this bird. I'm not going to say anything in case she's watching, but I got talking to her. She's from Manchester. So how are you doing? She says, I'm all right. She says, uh, I scored last night. I says, scored what? She goes, some weed. I was ordered you. Anyway, Michelle found out about it. And she says, oh, you don't want to be... No, Michelle's like, you don't want to be messing about like that right here. Somebody got free here for a spliff. So, because um, I was thinking, well, if I can't sleep in a couple of nights, I might need number off her here. Yeah. But she said it was shit. The weed was shit. And then once Michelle was telling me about so and so, we got three years. I was like, "Well, they'll do it out." Yeah, no, no chance, mate. <laughs> yeah, man. And hey, there's none of that PlayStation in your pad and all that. And uh, oh, your mum's here to visit you. She's brought you a sandwich. There's none of that. It'll no, be, it'll be dungeon job, won't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's that. And then I, I mean, it was as bad getting getting put in that hospital ward, mate. What? That was a nightmare on its own. And you got telly. At bottom at bed, and only channel on it that spoke English were uh, Bloomberg. Yeah, crypto. Crypto. All I did was just educate myself on crypto. Stay away from crypto. It's a busted flush. Yeah, you go. At least you came out. You came out saying you've learned a lot about crypto. You're now a crypto expert. I'm not an expert, but I did study it for for that week every day, and when I want, it's all in people's heads. It's, well, it's like doing stocks and shares, isn't it? It's like yeah. winning bookies and putting the money on an horse and there being 20 horses in, in race. It's pot luck. That's all Swings it's and roundabouts, mate. If you have a lot of luck with it, you think you're an expert. 
if you don't, you hate it. So stay away from it anyway. Yeah. So just get out on the hard road and do some work. Get out on the hard road, like like with John Fury working on building sites and then fighting at night. He never had a job in his life, mate. I don't forget when they were working full time, they were it were third in England, eight in Europe, third five in, in America. Five in Europe, we're three in UK, five in Europe, number eight, 30 in the world. Pop, pop, bang. Pop, pop, bang. Pop, pop, bang. End job, give me them belts back that you stole, you bum. Don't know you, don't want to know you. <laughs> That's one of my favourite ones, are. Yeah. <laughs> Right, I'm gonna get off. But listen, we've had a good chat, Chris. Yeah. Have you have a fantastic Christmas. I'll probably speak to you before then, but yeah, probably have a mate. weekend. Yeah, thanks very much, mate. I appreciate it. And if I'm not on uh, before Christmas, um, I, I hope everybody who watches the channel has a good Christmas and a happy new year and just uh, stay safe and enjoy it. All and right, you mate. too, Ross. Thanks very much. No problem. You take care. Right, sweet. I'll see you later, mate. Nice one. Right. See you in a bit. Well, that was Chris Burns, Burnsy, from Chorley, where Ozzy, Ozzy Smith lives. Chorley's favourite cricketer, Oswald Smith. Well, I'll start doing that. I'll just grab a DVD or two and I'll watch one of them. Fast and Furious 8, seen it. Wildcard, Jason Stephen. Today's film, Wildcard. Should we watch Wildcard, Rocky? What more could a person want? Big old bed. Telly on. Jason Statham, load of chupa chups, and my dog Rocky. I am ahead of the game. Have a great weekend, everybody. Don't forget to like and subscribe. And leave a comment. And if you want to get your votes in for Helmet of the Year, it's porkycorner at mail.com. Also, if you don't want to watch this, with adverts on it and all that, just go on to Spotify. All right, peace out.